0: All right, something that I have not done on my own, and that's do a movie review on a movie. So today we're going to talk about the most recent Black Widow. So for you guys who haven't watched it, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. 30 seconds into this, I'm letting you know right now, spoiler alert alert. We're going to be talking about Black Widow, what this has to do with the MCU, and moving forward with Scarlett Johansson's character as Natasha Romanoff. So, as I always do in my podcast, let's get this started. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. It's The Daily Podcast with your host, Eric B. Yes, I am doing a solo movie review podcast, something I haven't done at all, ever, ever, ever. So what I like to do during my podcast is I like to play background music as I talk about Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's character. Again, spoiler alert. So, you guys are now in one minute and 30 seconds into this. Spoiler alert. I am playing the Black Widow original motion picture soundtrack by Lorraine Malfi. I believe that's how you say her name. First song is it's called Natasha's Lullaby. So, if you guys haven't seen the movie or don't know anything about the movie, it's Scarlett Johansson's solo. This is going to scare the hell out of me. Scarlett Johansson's solo movie. I guess, interpretation of what happened to her. And this happened after Captain America Civil War. So in the beginning of the movie, she's running away from um, Secretary State Ross. And uh, if you guys were key eyes to this, the beginning of the movie, she's in the bathroom. She's shaking off what just happened with Winter Soldier, you know, the the Falcon, uh, not Winter, yeah, the uh, Civil War and she's in the bathroom and they're going into the building and they're trying to arrest her and they said it was for something with the you know they i guess what he she did to black panther so she she assaulted black panther but in the beginning of the movie as all marvel movies is you always hear this we're going to play some clips from the movie We always hear this at every Marvel movie, right? All right, we always we always hear that that opening when it comes to Marvel movies. It's always there. It's always being played there. But um there's yeah, there was a couple scenes in the movie that just like I liked I liked a lot. Uh, the opening scene, you know, when they're showing them in ohio they're showing a young natasha romanoff riding the bike and they're living their regular life and rachel weiss plays the mom david Harbro plays alexi Milena is rachel wife and alexi if you guys don't know who david Harbro is he's hopper from stranger things i could not get that out of my mind hopper he's also um the the russians version of of um captain america so he's playing the red was it the red soldier is that his character's name um the red baron forget what his name was uh but yes so you have alexi and the opening scene they all of a sudden they have to leave their lovely state of ohio because he stole some plans and you know they had to they had to leave they had to rush out they had to fly And they ended up in Cuba. You know what I like about Marvel movies is like lately, ever since, I forget which movie it was, but ever since they've been showing where they are, like right in front of the screen. So it's like a big, a big um, showing of where the screen is. So like in this scene right here, they're showing them, they're flying on the plane, Hopper gets on. I'm gonna keep calling him Hopper. His name's Alexi in the movie. But they, they land in Cuba. And right in this scene, right when the plane lands, the big sign that says Cuba goes right over. And I kind of like that. And it shows an old military base in Cuba. And it has all these like F-14s, F-15s. And in this scene, this is the last time Alexi sees Molina. So pretty cool description of what's going on and you know um the girls Natasha Romanoff also known as Black Widow and Yelena Belvoir, Belova Yelena Belova played by Florence Pugh 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 English actress played Natasha Romanoff's sister or supposed to be her sister um did a good job in this car- I mean her her role here I mean it's like You know, I'll come up with the spoilers towards the end, but yeah, she does a really good job in this movie to make me believe that they were sisters. So I like that. I like that. And and this scene, we're uh, two minutes, nine minutes into this two-hour and five-minute movie, and then this is them. They got Ah, drugged. Natasha. They're flying away. And then the Marvel Studios sign. They show Dregoff. Dregoff is telling them, you are going to come live with us. Pretty much how they get the widows and how the widows get started. And they, you know, train them as kids and the weak ones they end up killing and the strong ones move forward and becomes widows. And in the movie, they're called Widows. But... I'm not sure how Natasha Romanoff got Black Widow. I don't know if she was like, was she the one that left? And that's why they gave her the name Black Widow. Um, but yeah, why, why was she called the Black Widow? Here's the conversation with Natasha and Ross. Yeah. Don't do this. She's telling him don't do it. Come after me. You're embarrassing yourself. It looks desperate. It looks so desperate, Secretary Ross. Because from my vantage point, it's the federal fugitive <laughs> who's desperate. From my vantage point, you look like you could use some bed rest. What is this, your second triple bypass? I wouldn't worry about me. We got Barton, we got Wilson, and the other guy, the incredible shrinking convict. <laughs> Ant-Man. <laughs> you got no friends. Where are you going to go? I've lived a lot of lives before I met you, Ross. Before she I met you, i trouble. I'm done. Romanoff? Romanoff? <sighs> Romanoff, you are in trouble. But it's kind of cool because in the movie, she ends up, she she's on a boat. She's not anywhere near the building that they were supposed to be in. She's on a boat. So they don't even have her like they thought they had her coordinated, And, you know, it just shows you that no matter what with Marvel um, or with S- S.H.I.E.L.D. I guess you can say S.H.I.E.L.D., no matter what with S.H.I.E.L.D., no matter what, they could always just, you know, they think you're in one place, but you're not in another place. Secretary Ross played by William Hurt. Um Secretary Ross and all these films from Avengers to Endgame to infinity war. And he was the one in winter soldier that wanted to arrest, you know, the ones who didn't want to, or civil war. I'm sorry. He's the one in the civil war that wanted to arrest everyone who didn't want to sign the Sokovia accords and plays a pretty good, pretty good character here. But again, going forward, um, Natasha Romanoff is trying to hunt down. Well, she wanted the life. She wanted to just escape her life. She didn't want nothing to do with it anymore. But her sister, again, Yelena Bolova, is hunting someone from The Widows. This is the scene. This one scene where she's just climbing down the wall is a pretty cool scene. She's hunting someone, and this person has this vial, and then right in the middle of them fighting in the middle of the street. I guess it's a widow that escaped with these vials. She injects this red powder into her face and Yelena gets unbrainwashed, if that's what I can say, unbrainwashed like they were mind controlled. The widows are mind controlled. And in this one scene when she's realizing, oh, damn, what am I doing? Why am I killing you? She takes the knife, stabs it in her leg, and takes out the chip. That's crazy. I can't even take a splinter out of my finger. And she takes a knife and stabs it in her leg. Oh, See, there's a scene. She's taking the knife, she drags it over, and she pulls out the chip. Oh my God. Again, I can't even, if I have a splinter and I have to go through the whole, let me, let me pull my splinter out. Let me, let me take the splinter out with a with a, you know, a needle. I can't do that. It hurts. It hurts too much for me to say, I am taking a needle and I'm going to take my splinter out. So again, this movie is a good movie. It's a good movie. Natasha Romanoff plays the hell out of, you know, or Scarlett Johansson plays the hell out of Natasha Romanoff. She does what she's supposed to do. It gives us the idea. There's a couple Easter eggs in the movie as well. And I'm going to try to find one Easter egg right here. When they finally see each other and they're fighting with each other, her and Yelena's fighting in the kitchen. And she says, those are weird... Let's see if this is it. She says, those are strange bullet holes. And she said, those aren't bullet holes. Those are arrows. And we all know what happened in Budapest, right? Supposedly what happened in Budapest. So this is the scene right here. They're in Budapest. She's getting out of a train. She's trying to hunt down her sister. They're fighting. I pass it up. let me see if I pass it. Because they were talking for a little bit before they started fighting. Let me see if this is it right there. They got their guns pointed at each other. Put it down. you make you. You put yours down, watch your step. Hmm. If I had my money on these two fighting, Yelena is a lot bigger than Natasha Romanoff. So I don't know who I'd pick. So they fight, they fight, they fight. trying to find that scene where they say the bullet holes to Budapest, didn't you? I came here because I thought you wouldn't, but since you're here, what bullet does that? Not bullets arrows not bullets, but arrows. So you remember those times where where you know Natasha's fighting next to Clint Barton, um Hawkeye, they say almost reminds me of Budapest, right? So this kind of goes to a little backstory on kind of what happened in Budapest. So that was kind of cool homage to that little line that they had in that movie, um, in the movies in the past. But yeah, so the whole purpose of this movie, they found an antidote. And the antidote was to free some widows who were being mind-controlled by uh, Drakov. So Natasha, you know, is um, helping her sister Yelena. And Yelena says, if you won't do it, I'll do it myself. Now Natasha feels like she has to do it with her. Um, so they go out and they reach out to their dad, David Harbora, Alexi. And they find their mom. Melena who plays by who's played by Rachel Weiss and Rachel Weiss again if you don't know who Rachel Weiss is she's the she's the lady in the mummy um she played mummy who else did she play she played mummy she was in Constantine she was in a movie with Constantine um Constantine with Keanu Reeves uh she was she played that movie but she, again she was mostly known for um for I figure what her name is in the mummy but she was in the mummy she played the mummy she played uh next let me just go pull up her imdb right here i already have her on here she played um she played a lot of good roles but we again we all we all know her for for um her role in the mummy and i'm trying to look up her character name the Mummy. anyways so they go reach out to to uh Alexi. Alexi they break him out of jail, they break him out of a nice prison out there. And it's funny because there's a lot of Easter eggs in this prison breakout and and one of the prison one of the Easter eggs is when they're when they're arm wrestling. So Alexi's arm wrestling. He's arm wrestling and there's this one guy and he's a big guy. Like a British baby blanket, you know. I, I use it to my advantage. This is them fighting I right push here. Him out the window. What year was this? I don't know. Like 83 84, you know? Captain America was still frozen in ice then. Frozen in ice. Are you calling me a liar or something, huh? Breaks his wrist. Breaks his wrist right there. Red Guardian, that's his name. Red Guardian is the um, the equivalent to Captain America. So supposedly um, when Hydra couldn't control or couldn't find the Super Soldier Serum, they injected Alexi with the Super Soldier Serum. He ended up getting the Super Soldier Serum, becomes the Red Guardian, and goes to America gets the secret whatever they're they never even said what they were getting so i'm assuming it was it had something to do with um the red room where dragoff was training all the soon-to-be widows and they ended up putting him in jail they locked him up in jail they locked him up in prison and they said this is where you're going to be and this is where you're going to stay because they wanted to hide the story of the red guardian so they ended up you know leaving him in there to rot till Natasha Romanoff and Yelena breaks him out. And this, they, they cause this whole prison break, the prison riot. And again, this is a super soldier now. This guy has seen, super soldier powers. He has Captain America powers. And why he was in the minimum security prison where he could have broke out anytime he wanted to. I'm just thinking that. I mean, this is, to me... Forget this is kinda of like a plot hole. It's like why he's in this maximum security prison, or supposedly be a maximum security prison, in the middle of the ice, middle of, you know, surrounded by mountains and it's just snowing over there. But what 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 what's when it's not snowing? Is it a desert? Can he get out of there? Can he just say, forget it, I'm done? so yeah this is kind of like to me how did he how did he survive did he want to stay in there did he want to stay there and just say i'm going to stay here and this is where i'm going to stay till i die because the russian government said forget it i'm not dealing with you anymore so they break him out they break him out of prison and from here you know they kind of have a mini family reunion remember they don't see each other for a long time till the girls got taken away from uh, Dreykov, so they can train to be widows. Yelena uh, is the youngest, and she's a little more the, you know, this is a real family to me, where where Natasha, was, she was more the older kid, and she kind of knew that, hey, we were stolen. This is not really us. This is not really family. Um, so in this part of the movie, they break them out. They go to Malina. Malina's house they, they said hey we, we want to find Dragoff we want to find the Red Room we need to stop him from doing what he's doing so action scenes there's all this stuff and then, then they finally they finally go to the backstory of there's a scene in, in um, Avengers where Loki tells Natasha like are you hiding everything or are you able to put everything aside and he mentions you know what about the daughter were you able to put that aside? And you know, there these Avengers, they always have these things in the back of their head that they feel guilty for or guilty of something they did. Clint Barton and Natasha Romanoff is the two that has the two most guilties. They don't have any superpowers, um, besides the fact that you know Natasha Romanoff is a trained assassin and the killer. Um, no superpowers. So Loki brings up, "Are you? Were you able to put that aside? You know, killing the." Dragoff's daughter and they finally show like how it happened they finally show why it happened they finally show who you know what did she do and then everybody's waiting for the Taskmaster in the comic book the Taskmaster is a superhero that can mimic everyone's you know superpowers so in this movie they're showing the Taskmaster watching videos of like Captain America Iron Man Black Panther and she's mimicking all their moves. She's mimicking everything that she's doing in this movie. And yes, I said she, because the Taskmaster ends up becoming the daughter of Drago. So in the movie, Natasha talks about how she was, you know, she had in order for her to get out of S.H.I.E.L.D. or to get out of of um, the, the Widows, she had to do one assignment for S.H.I.E.L.D. And that one assignment was to kill Dragov, and Dragov's daughter was just, you know, collateral collateral damage. She was just happened to be there when she wanted to kill him. So when they see each other in Budapest, you know, Elena's like, "Did you see his body? Did you see him? Are you sure he's dead?" And she's like, "You know, he wouldn't have survived that." But sure enough, he did. Sure enough, Dragov survived the bombing. Um, that they put in Antonia, Antonia is Taskmaster, in Antonia's um, bag. She puts a bomb in there, and then sure enough, you know, Dragov is still alive. So her way to get out of the widows was to kill Dragov. They killed, she supposedly kills Dragov. She's done. She's out. She comes to America. She becomes an Avenger. And... She thought he was dead. She was dead. She thought that Dragoff was dead, but no. Dragoff takes his daughter, Antonia, played by Olga Korilenko. Olga Korilenko. I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. But played by Olga Korilenko. Antonia, Taskmaster again. This is an all-female cast, an exception to, you know, Alexi or David Harbour and um, Dragoff, played by Ray Winston and O.T. And Bella, played by Mason. Mason was the guy that um, brought all uh, Natasha Romanoff. She needed something. He brought it for her, gave her time, brought it for her. So he was a cool guy. He's a cool character there. He's a cool supporting character here. But everybody else is all female. Everybody else was female, and I love that. Um, A lot of people was upset because the Taskmaster was a female. Uh, But I like the storyline behind it. I like the storyline that they kept with the Taskmaster and why they they made her a female I, I like that storyline some people are like no Taskmaster should have been a, the male like he was in, a, in the comic books but you know he's not he's not he's a female so this is the scene where sure. she's telling him Tasha we clear she's telling Yelena about the collateral damage and here you are not so sure I get it out. She need to get out. She needed to find a new home. So yeah, so they they kind of go back to the backstory. They reach out to the backstory. They tell us what's going on or why she's the way she is. Um there's a funny there's a funny funny scene here where they were talking in the kitchen and she's asking Natasha why do you always why do you always land you know, the superhero pose that the superheroes do. But Natasha does this one thing where she lands and then she pulls her hair back, right? If you didn't think I'd come here. So like, the counter agent to chemical. Let's subject. see if this, if I can Why find don't it. Why you take it to one of your super side? Avenger, when you need one. I don't want to. That was the whole reason I sent it to you. Um, let's see if this is it. I'm trying to find that one scene. What? Taking down the red room. What are you talking about? Taking down the red room. So there's a scene Um, where she says, why do you always land when you land your hair back? And I'm trying to find that scene, but no, I can't find that scene. So there's a scene here. It was really funny because she comes back later on when they're trying to run away from the widows. And they're at a gas station. And she's trying to do that. She's trying to do that scene. She's trying to do that pose. Here she goes. Like the... She's trying to do the pose. This this thing that you do when you whip your hair when you're fighting with the arm and the hair, and you do like a fighting pose. It's a, yeah, it's a fighting pose. You're a total poser. I'm not a poser. So she's making fun of her because every time Natasha Romanoff lands, she does that one pose, and we all know that pose. It's kind of like the you know Marvel superhero landing. Deadpool made fun of it um, when he goes, "Here comes a superhero landing. Here comes a superhero landing." So. Natasha Romanoff does that one, and she did it in Iron Man 2. She, she's done it a few times, so when, when Yelena brings that up, it's kind of funny that she does that. So it's kind of like a family reunion again. So they meet each other. They, they, they meet with Melina. They haven't seen Melina since they were all separated, and they thought she was dead because she got shot when they were leaving the United States on the flight to Cuba. She got shot, so they thought she was dead, and for them to see her for the first time was like, Wow. This is the first time we're seeing you. Then sure enough, she calls she calls Dragoff. Red Room, the widows, they're all coming there, and they're all getting ready to, you know, get her and attack her. But plot twist. This is all a, a ruse. This is all fake to just get them in there without having to break in there. Natasha does the whole um, fake you know what she did in uh, Winter Soldier when she dressed up as one of the Secretary of States and and she wasn't you know she had that that, that face and this is this is the line right here that Dragoff says to her I'm trying to get to that the line right here. People on her here it is right here. She had nothing I gave her home. I gave her love. But that think you know you do. You know uh chemicals. He thinks he's talking to Melina. Face. Can you imagine? But then he realizes he's not you're under my control. Wouldn't you like to speak to her first? When you look into the eyes of a child you have raised. No mask in the world can hide that. He realizes this is not Melina. I'm looking at Natasha Romanoff. What? What? But this Dragoff guy is pretty smart too because he has this thing embedded in the Widows and it's this, this scent. It's like what cats have and... When they get angry, they can't attack him because they smell the scent that he has. So they can't attack him. They can't do anything like that to him. So she's in there. She's trying to attack him. She can't. And the only way for her to do it, she has to break her nose. It's the most painful thing i ever seen because, one, he was hitting her in the face and he was letting her hit her in the face. And then still the septum didn't break. So he's doing everything he can to break the septum. Couldn't break the septum. So she takes her head, smashes it, smashes it on the table. And sure enough, her head, her nose, her septum is broken. Again, we see this all the time. And when we watch this, when I watch this and I'm like, oh, my God, she just does that to herself. That's the most painful thing a person could ever do. Smash their head on the table. Yeah, it's not it's not a good feeling and then this is the scene right here where she he tells her really? you gave me the best thing ever you <laughs> gave me the best invention ever when he says thank you Natasha he's telling her that the daughter that she thought you gave me my greatest weapon she killed Israeli the taskmaster. Say hello. Oh, scary. When your bomb exploded, it nearly killed my Antonia. So he's kind of like a Dr. Jekyll. Jip. Uh, right? In the back of neck. In the back of a neck. Look at her. You find it difficult to look at her. So he's kind of like a Dr. Jekyll. He takes females, he takes kids, he rearranges them, makes them what he wants them to do. And he again, he's he's Dragoff. He controls the widows, and whatever he wants them to do, they'll do. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie where one of the widows falls to her death. Um, she's suffering and he does this whole self-destruct thing on her. And then next thing you know, she's gone. She, she, she decides to commit suicide. So, so that's one of the, you know, one of the things that he has is one of the controls that he has. He's able to manipulate these females, been able to take these females, control their mind and do whatever he wants them to do. So he was kind of dangerous. So Natasha and Elena said, you know, we need to get rid of him. We need to find a way to get rid of him. And sure enough, they did. They finally got rid of him. Um, Is he dead? We don't know. The plane did blow up. The plane did explode. But is he dead? I don't know. We don't know if he's dead till we actually watch later on if he's dead or not. But supposedly he is. Supposedly he died. Supposedly he's done. Supposedly, you know, Dragoff is dead. But again, till we find out in the future what's going on, um, we'll find out. So pretty much the whole storyline is she ends up, you know, getting rid of the Red Room. They save the widows. They put all that antigen in the air and they all smell it and they all ends up becoming free. And, you know, Natasha doesn't die here, right? Because we all know she doesn't die till Endgame when she falls out of Volmir because she needed to get the Soul Stone or they needed to get the Soul Stone. So movie's over. She gets the Quinjet. She flies away in a Quinjet because Mason gets her the Quinjet. Again, played by O.T. Fagby... Fagblin. Fag... Fagbinlin. Not sure if I'm saying his name wrong. I apologize if you do listen to this. Um, and then we don't see her again till Endgame. We don't see her again till... Actually, no, we don't see her again till Infinity War. And in the movie Infinity War, um, she's wearing the vest that Yelena likes there's this vest that Yelena likes that has a lot of pockets she goes I love this there's a lot of pockets it's pretty cool so at the end of the movie he gives her the vest she gives her the vest and she says you can take the vest with you and and he she says I like it there's a lot of pockets in this vest um trying to find that scene for you so that way you can see that scene where she does or you can hear the scene where she gives him the vest but it's again pretty cool ending the way the movie ends the way the movie is this is it right here. So they're hugging. They saved each other. They found each other. They see uh, the Red Guardian. They see Melina. They got saved. They saved the world. That's insanity. We fight. Then Ross is coming. I don't know how. Who called Ross? Here's the scene right here. A little bit. Okay, well, if you're leaving, then I guess you should take this. So it's the vest. I know how much you like it. Shucks. <laughs> it does have a lot of pockets. Very handy pockets, yeah. He had widows implanted all over the world. So in the movie Endgame, or Infinity War, when they first show her with Steve Rogers, um, or Captain America, she's actually wearing this vest. This is the black-green vest. So she's wearing it, and kind of a cool easter egg kind of a cool homage to going back to you know back there to what what happens so now we're going to talk about so again movies over movies ended done post-credit scene shows yelena at a cemetery and the headstone says natasha romanoff so i'm assuming They got her body from Volmir, or it's just a headstone with an empty casket in there. Because how would you get the body from Volmir? It's one of those things we all think about. Like, how is the body in there when it's supposed to be in another planet, another dimension, another world? How is it in there? So I'm pretty sure it's just a headstone. So Yelena's over there, and she's paying her respects. She's looking down at the headstone. And then this happens. (laughs) <whistles> uh, uh, uh. Wow. Sorry. I'm allergic to the Midwest. What this woman. So she's standing there mourning her her sister, looking at the headstone, and then Valentina Allegra de Fontaine shows up out of nowhere. And she's blowing her nose, and then tells her, "Dad, honestly, I can't even imagine." You're not supposed to be bothering me on my holiday time, Valentina. Oh, bothering you? Oh, no, no, no! I'm just here, paying my respects. Mm. You know, coming here. Makes Played you by a the great thing. Julia Louis <laughs> Dreyfus, <laughs> <laughs> Elaine from Seinfeld. Okay.
1: Elaine.
0: Yeah, you and me both. Elaine. Me, you're gonna earn it. So, this is the post credit scene. Next target. Thought I'd hand deliver it. Maybe you'd like a shot at the man responsible for your sister's death. What? It's Clint. Kind of a cutie, don't you think? It's Clint Burton. What? So, we're here wondering Hawkeye is coming out Hawkeye's coming out on Disney plus. So did Valentina is she in the comic book, Valentina runs a group called, um, I forgot what they're called. She's, uh, she's, she's dating Nick Fury. She was doing this whole thing with Nick Fury. And then she comes out with a group called, um, Thunderbolts and the Thunderbolts were bad, or, or they were villains. It's kind of like the MCU version of the Suicide Squad. So you have these characters who are supposed to be bad characters um, or bad villain characters that you know Baron Zemo decides let's put together a group and let's call it you know Thunderbolts. And Valentina is supposed to be a he- is supposed to be in charge of this group. Supposed to be. This is the second time we saw her now. We saw her in Falcon and Winter Soldier when she came up to um, Captain America um, and said, hey, I'm going to be calling you sometime soon. So she comes up. She goes up to Yelena and says, maybe you want to catch the person who is responsible for your sister's death. Shows her a little iPad, and the picture of the iPad is Hawkeye? Clint Barton. Clint Barton is coming up with a Disney Plus show called Hawkeye. Now, is Yelena gonna be on that show? Is she gonna be there hunting Clint Barton? So are we, did this tease us of what's gonna happen next on the Hawkeye series? Is are we gonna see what's gonna happen in the Hawkeye series? Is this gonna happen in the Hawkeye series? Are we gonna see a whole fight between Yelena and Hawkeye? So It's a good teaser. It's a good teaser. Um, Now, the question is, who is Valentina Allegra de Fontaine? She comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. Right? I mean, if you see this, if you're watching this and you watch the wide-angle shot of Yelena at the headstone mourning her sister, there's nobody around her, and Val comes out of nowhere. And with Yelena being an You know, a secret agent, a spy, a trained assassin. She should be able to hear people coming up to her. She should be able to... It would be one of those like, who the hell's here behind me? But instead, she just comes out of nowhere, blows her nose next to her. And Yelena doesn't even seem phased. Doesn't seem like she cared that she was there next to her. So today, I posted on Instagram... And I'm I'm reaching here. I'm reaching here. T-V-A. T-V-A, the way you see it spelled, it's kind of a weird T, a V, and an A. But when you flip it upside down, flip it around, the T becomes an L. The A becomes a V, and then... The V becomes an A, and then it spells out Val. Flip it upside down. It spells out Val. And that's what they call Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. We call her, that's the name we call her. (laughs) So is she part of the TVA? Is she if you watch loki you see how they just come out of those doors those portals on those doors is she is she part of the TVA when they release loki next week or this week are we going to see her are we going to see her there are we going to see her is that what's going to happen so do we see val Later on. Do we see Val is she when we watch the episode of Loki, the season finale, which is coming out this week, Wednesday. If you guys watched Loki last week and you saw that they they made it past, you know, the, the, the purple dragon or whatever he was, and they've made it past. They see a castle in the background. Everybody's thinking it's Kang the Conqueror. But we all know Kang the Conqueror is supposed to be part of Ant Man the wasp part three so is it val is val the one sitting in there again it's a reach but if you take her you take the name tva tva take those three letters flip it upside down it says val so makes me wonder makes me wonder but the black widow good movie um there was a lot of people on social media who said it wasn't a good movie uh but again it's a storyline that filled us with a lot of questions i watched it to see if they were going to bring her back um spoiler alert again if you guys haven't seen it you guys are 40 minutes into it and i apologize are they gonna bring her back i don't know they didn't bring her back here so it kind of makes you wonder like they, they showed us her story. They showed us how she became, you know, Black Widow. They showed us her family, her family, you know, there. They, and she explains her family here, which is the Avengers. But they didn't show her or show whether they're going to bring her back or not. They didn't, which kind of makes me wonder, are they going to bring her back? I mean, she's a big character. I mean, this movie was an awesome movie. If you watched the movie and you watched everything about the movie, the movie was an awesome movie. It had everything that a Marvel movie can have from, you know, the opening credits scene to everything the Marvel movie can have. Again, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um I wish they did find a way to bring her back. You know, I wish they did find a way to, like, Find a way to bring Scarlett Johansson back. You know, I mean, we're going to watch, whoa, we're going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and we know Gamora's around. We know she's still around. So are they going to do the same thing with Scarlett Johansson? Are they going to go back in time? Are they going to bring her back, make her reprise her role as a Black Widow? Are they? I don't know. But for you guys who are looking for a full, you know, review, this is my review of the Black Widow. Um, it was definitely worth thirty dollars on Disney Plus. It broke two hundred million the first weekend. Two hundred million. This is the most the movie's made during COVID season. I'm dying to see the breakdown: how much it made on Disney Plus versus how much it made in the movie theaters, because movie theaters are back open again, which I think they shouldn't be because a lot of people is rushing everything, but. That's not me to judge, um, but so yeah. So I want I want to know how much it made on Disney Plus versus how much it made on in the movie theaters. So hope there's a breakdown there. I'm pretty sure there's a breakdown there somewhere. But man, this was a good movie directed by Kate Shortland. Um, writing credits to Eric Pearson, Jack Chernoff, Ned Benson. Good movie. Uh, they they filmed pretty much everywhere that you can think of if you watch the credits of this they filmed and they really did film in budapest they really were in cuba um so they were they were in a lot of places so you know shout out to marvel for for getting that done shout out to marvel movies for getting that done and then this movie was you know one of those movies that because of covid we couldn't watch right away so i'm glad they were able able to get it out able to do this and i'm so happy that it hit the 200 million mark. I'm so happy for Scarlett Johansson. Florence Pugh. We're going to be seeing a lot of her again. Um, she's definitely going to be on, you know, the next Hawkeye series. Rachel Weiss and David Harbour. I wonder if we're going to still see them. I wonder. I wonder if they're going to come out. Melina and Red Guardian. If they're going to come out and do their own thing. And then you have the rest of the Widows are called the widows are we going to see all of them are we going to see the widows again are we are the widows going to be back and are they is marvel are you planning a mini series for them on disney plus are you if you are that'd be awesome you know i wouldn't mind watching that again if, if they if they did that if they did their own thing widows on disney plus that'd be cool that'd be cool now One question I had, and I had this question before, I I did a whole question on John Wick versus Natasha Romanoff, John Wick versus Hawkeye, who would win. Now it makes me wonder, Dora Milaje, Black Panther's personal group, personal assassins, bodyguards, versus the Widows. Who would win? I'm talking about hand-to-hand combat. Hand-to-hand combat only. No knives, no swords, no spears, no guns. Who would win? Hand-to-hand combat. That's something I'm going to put on social media as we speak right now. That's what I'm going to do. But this has been fun. This has been my solo review of Black Widow. 2021's Black Widow finally, finally comes out. After all, everything that we saw, everything that we wished that we would see, it finally, finally comes out and i and i enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed it it was entertaining um i would definitely say yes go ahead and spend the 30 dollars that they're charging you on disney plus to go watch it the one thing that i say if you watch if you want to go to the movie theaters and watch in the movie theaters go ahead you're going to pay 15 bucks you know tops plus the popcorn you're going to spend there and then if you want to rewatch it again you got to buy it again for 30 bucks on Disney plus, unless you wait till it's free. It's probably not going to be free for a few months, but that's what you got to go through. But if you pay the 30 bucks now on Disney plus, yes, I'm promoting Disney plus, not sponsored by them, but I'm promoting them. If you pay the 30 bucks on Disney plus, you can rewatch it over and over and over again. You can watch it on your big screen. You can, I have it on my laptop. I have it on my phone. You can watch it anywhere you want. One time fee of $30. $30. And you can watch it over and over again. So that's just the difference with, with how I think. That's how I feel. Sometimes I think watching it at home is better than watching it. That's a good podcast, something for, for the next podcast, right? Home versus movie theaters. With everything being lifted and, and the Delta variant, virus, or the Delta var, variant, is it variant? No, variants of TVA. The Delta virus being, you know, everywhere, Is it good to go out to the movie theaters? Is it safe to go out to the movie theaters? I don't know. Not yet. Not for me. Not for me. But this has been fun. Again, I love doing these kind of podcasts. This is a movie review that I did on my own. Um, Usually I have my partner Joe here doing it with me with The Ordinary Joe's Podcast. But if you guys haven't caught anything with The Ordinary Joe's Podcast, Joe has um, changed his work shift. So he's been doing a lot of day shifts. So uh, the Sundays that we normally do, is kind of off right now because of work. So till he figures out what his schedule is going to be and when he gets a schedule back to normal, then the Ordinary Joe podcast will be back. We are going to do our Loki review. So hopefully by the time this Wednesday comes out, the end, we'll do our full Loki recap. Till then, we will see. But this has been fun. I like kind of doing, you know, stuff on my own. So this is my first movie review by myself. And it's been fun. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, the podcast has ended. Go in peace. Am I the only one that gets chills whenever you hear this? Whenever you hear this Marvel song, are you? You get chills. I get chills all the time. dun, 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 dun.